0: To enter the glory zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Hello everyone, once again I say that 2020 is going to be a great Year that we will see signs and wonders. We will see miracles. Um, We will have some good and perfect gifts come to us this year. Matter of fact, there's going to be a commanded blessing on those who choose to walk in unity instead of disharmony so there's going to be some great things for those who choose to walk in unity and there's a difference between conforming and um, but unity doesn't mean that you're in total agreement but yes and that year 5780 the Jewish calendar this will be a great year so as I prepared for this broadcast, I was reflecting on um, several um, different topics. There's there's a whirlwind just swirling all around us, and we are at a what I would call the tipping point. In our society But not only are we in a tipping point In our society But we are in the tipping point of our lives We're in the tipping point of our destinies And we have to make certain choices That will change the entire trajectory Trajectory of our lives Based on these decisions and so this is where I have been every day asking the Lord for wisdom, asking the Lord for insight, asking the Lord for understanding, asking the Lord for knowledge, asking the Lord for the spirit of the Lord that the quick understanding and the fear of the Lord. I also ask the Lord for the spirit of might and I ask for the spirit of counsel. And my pastor, pastor Steve Dow has asked us to ask for discernment of spirits. And as I, um, listen to a R Bernard and other um, teachers that I follow, I, Realize the the whole tragedy of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because as Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, clearly states that you know the tree by its fruits, or in other words, you know the outcome of all decisions that you make by the fruits, the end product. Of your decision, and why is that so um, critical right now? Is because we are in we're in this world. Those of us who have blown to Christ Jesus, we're in this world, we're not of this world. And this world has a spirit. It is the world system. And guess what? The world system. Operates from the tree of the fruit of good and evil That's right There's actually good in the world system And there's actually evil in the world system And of course, we come from the kingdom of God, where there is nothing but good, where there is nothing but righteousness. So let's kind of dissect this a little bit and let's figure out exactly how can we have good in a world that has so much evil and how in the kingdom of God, there is only good. There's only righteousness. There's only justice. Well... One of the things that um, A.R. Bernard made really clear And I thought he did a great presentation Of Everything that starts Off good doesn't end up Good, right? Um, For example, we used the Example of slavery Um, The definition of good is something Beneficial, something um, That is beneficial And good In the sense of Financially and Uh, good for people and slavery was to a certain extent good for a certain sector of our community but the fruit of slavery was evil and so that's why um satan has so much influence and power because Satan operates in deception he operates in deception where he makes you think that good is evil and evil is good And so you can be deceived By something that is good For example, another um, a great example Was um, the welfare system, right? Well, in the welfare system The intent initially was good But the fruit in the end ended up being evil Because it basically destroyed the family It separated the man The man, the father, from the household. It um, and once it did that, then it went after the children, and the children became wards of the what state? So um, you know, so we have a lot of things that we have good intentions about. For example, we have such certain things in the judicial system, the judicial system that. Actually, um, tries to do good. There was an epidemic of crack cocaine uh, a few decades ago, and they came up with these laws. But guess what? They also came up with these laws. They built, like, I think it was 23 new prisons in preparation. For this law Which basically decimated The minority communities Because the minority communities Were using the cheaper version of cocaine Which was the crack cocaine But the wealthy people Were using cocaine And they weren't going to prison So the prison was being Filled up with labor now let's get to this point labor and it was minority labor brown people and and african-american black people so and it also goes back to slavery basically our nation's wealth was built off the backs of slaves the industrial Revolution was built off of the backs of what slaves and so when slavery was abolished through the great man Abraham Lincoln Lincoln, who was assassinated for that, by the way, by the white supremacist um, booth, right? Anyway, so, so basically, we still need free labor. And do you know that the prison industry is free labor for many companies? Yes. So we still have not escaped From the evils Things that intended to be good Having evil fruit So that's why you must have Discernment of spirits Because everything that is good Doesn't end in In goodness But in evil And it's the other way around Sometimes people do things Evil, evil things Thinking that in the end It's going to turn out Good Such as I mean one of the One of the most awful Things that we do in this nation And in the world is abortion Right And I don't think anybody is for The termination of any Life but the way The um, this couch way the enemy causes deception is that they make you believe that it's not a real human being. It is not a real life. But I also have um, you know, I of course I am um, um against abortion and I and but I'm also I am pro whole life so what does that mean dr davis when you're pro whole life well i have a problem with you being against abortion and once the baby comes out you don't help them you 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 foster the institutions that have a dual educational system a dual educational system where the haves have the better education and the have nots have the worst education i have a problem when you that same Baby that you fight for in the wound That you Discriminate it from them After they get their education on getting a job I have a problem When you make sure That you put up systems That Imprison these same individuals, or they don't even have a chance to have a normal life. I have a problem when they're they're older and they're aging, and they they're helpless. That you have them in these institutions where they're they are abused and misused in, the, in their latter days of their lives. I have a problem with you taking your knee and putting it on a grown man's throat and suffocating him to death on and everybody in the world can see it and the man cries out for his mother and now everybody is like can this be true is this true this has been true for centuries Right. And it's not just African Americans. We're talking about the American Indian. We're talking about even some white Americans are enslaved to this very day. So it has nothing to do with your color of your skin or your ethnicity. This is evil. So I am pro whole life from the cradle, from the womb to the tomb. I think that people should be treated with dignity and given every opportunity to have all the good and perfect gifts that God has for them. I have a problem with individuals in the body of Christ, and this is where where I really want to delve into this a little bit. Is we have a Queen Esther moment. In the body of Christ, the church, we are at a, a very critical juncture in the body of Christ. And what I mean by that is, is that racism is in the church racism in some cases has been perpetuated by the church we have some denominations that were built on white supremacy to basically rationalize and condone slavery we still have the most segregated time in on Sunday is on Sunday morning when people go to church and and Jesus is not having it. I was. Um, I have been talking to various people, my colleagues, and some people are about the black Jesus, and some people about the white Jesus, and some people about the Hispanic Jesus, and some people about the Asian Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is a Jew. The man Jesus is a Jew. Okay, and but he was a hundred percent God. And 100% man. Okay, so it and Jesus actually came to break up all of these divisions. He had a wonderful ministry for women. He was revolutionary when it came to women and the treatment of women. Jesus was revolutionary about racism and sexism. He reached out to Samaritans. Yes, he came for the Jew first. That is true. Jesus came for the Jew first, but God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. Right. So we have to get some things cleaned up in the body of Christ. We need to stand up and speak from the perspective of God. It is not about being a Republican. It is not about being a Democrat. It's about being under the Lamb of God, under the Lion of the tribe of Judah, under Christ Jesus. We are not of this world. We are of another kingdom, the kingdom of God. And we need to abide by the the rules and regulations of our kingdom. You know, I recently um, got in touch with one of my classmates who is an ambassador for his nation to the United States of America, and he's also an ambassador to the United Kingdom. Sitting, you know, sitting ambassador has residence though both those, but he also is um, a non-sitting. Um, Ambassador in Malaysia and Central and South America And it's it's Amazing to have so much Power But he is a really great person I, I He was a very very good friend of mine And I was happy that we Reconnected But Being an ambassador is That we represent the view Of our king Our King, King Jesus, being an ambassador is we are here to take over this world for the kingdom of God. We should be on the offensive, not defensive. And a lot of things that we have in our church have nothing to do with the word of God. It is cultural. It is preference. You know, one of the things that people are very—you hear all the time—we don't cuss, and we don't chew, and we don't date that boys or girls that do. We don't hang with people. I mean, yes, that's true for a lot of us. That's, but that is a cultural, that is a preference. In the case of the kingdom of God, it clearly states that every nation, every tongue. Every ethnicity will be represented in the kingdom of God And we will have unity We will be one We will operate in righteousness and in love and in harmony this is what we're what we are headed towards. And this time on earth is a time of practice. This time on earth is the time when we make a choice. We choose life or death. And unfortunately, Satan has made life look like death for many people and death to look like life. And what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of when you're young and you're growing up, you're saying, "Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to go to church. I want to give because I I won't have any fun. You know, I have to give up my party life. I'll have to give up my drinking. I'll have to give up my drugs. I'll have to give up my fornicating. I'll have to give up all these fun things. But guess what? Those are all death." They appear to be like fun I remember as a young adult And we would get dressed up My girlfriend and I to go to the club And we wouldn't leave until 10pm Because that's when it's The party got started but as I got older and and that was God was drawing me closer to him, eventually I had to give up the club life because there was no life in the club that was there was not the kind of men that you wanted to marry. those weren't the I mean you you didn't want somebody who just wanted to get with you physically. I mean what is that? nothing so so that was. Satan painting something that was death and making it look like it was life. Whereas, then here we go, well, the way to do it is you go to church, you 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 pursue your relationship with Christ Jesus, you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. You read your word, you go to Bible study, you do have social events under the banner of the Holy Spirit, and you meet some people who are like-minded, who have a same spirit Love drives you to the hierarchy of the spiritual. The spiritual is the highest order in a relationship. You want to be equally yoked. you want to be equally spiritual in one accord spiritually. And that that's what provides the most enriching, the most powerful, and the most satisfying relationships. The next step on the pecking order below spirituality is your morality, right? And morality is higher than culture. Right? We have our culture, but our morality is higher than culture. And then the next step in the pecking order as you descend is ethics. Ethical. What is ethical? Right, and then the last step is what is legal. And as your marriage disintegrates, you start off spiritual, and then what happens? You don't pray together. You don't you don't commune together as one, all, both um, focusing on Christ Jesus and your divine purpose, your divine destiny on pursuing the things of God. And so that disintegrates. And the next step is now you're. Dealing with morality And all of a sudden now you have a big Fight with your husband or you have a big Fight with your wife and guess what Satan's going to make sure Your old girlfriend or your old Boyfriend or a new friend That is very sympathetic To you basically And you next thing you know you're an adulterous Affair That is nothing but death and destruction You don't think about the kids You don't think about How um, it's going to tear your life apart And you'll be left with nothing but Rubble and ashes at the end Your finances will be destroyed Oh yeah, Satan goes after it all Your social structure will be destroyed Because people that you thought were your friends Are your husband's friends, Right? So you're out there in the cold. All these relationships that you built together with your husband are gone because of the divorce. And so morality basically is gone. So you become immoral. Then the next step is, well, what's ethical? Well, you know, when you get into ethics, oh Lord, then you really have degraded. Down to what is ethical And then the last but not least What is legal You're in the divorce court now Destroying the union that God said You should never put asunder Right? So You have to be careful You have to ask for The spirit of discernment Because what appears to be good Or what appears to be life Can be death And what appears to be death can be life in some cases Jesus Christ died he died in the. he died to his will in the garden of Gethsemane he died in his flesh as he got whipped and flogged and put on a crown of thorns he died as he carried his cross to what? Golgotha, Calvary he was nailed to that cross a sword was pierced in his side And that was pure evil. That was pure death. But guess what came out of it? Life, eternal life. He he rose from the dead. He overcame death. That was the first thing that was born when the Adams violated because God said, if you eat of the tree of good and evil, you shall surely die. And that is true to this very day. People eating from the tree of good and evil that's right because the world System has some good They they do wonderful Things some of these some of the things In the world system as far as Feeding the poor or helping The, the poor children in Haiti Or helping the poor children Children in um, I guess Malaysia or helping The children in Iceland I mean how about the Eskimos Oh there's a high rate There's a high rate in the Eskimo Population of of pedophiles, the, the, it is it is very very bad in the Eskimo population. Um, so incest it is very bad so there's evil 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 that comes off as supposedly good and you have to have discernment but jesus said very clearly that it is judged by its fruits that means the end product and most things that people a lot of people do things good initially with an evil intent at the end. That is one of the problems that we have now with the highest rate of slavery. Slavery still exists to this day and it's higher than ever and it's through sex trafficking, right? Of innocent young girls and young boys. That are that are lured away from their villages, from their families, promised a job, and next thing you know, they end up in in uh, this slavery, pumped up with drugs and used and abused until they're just totally destroyed and used up. This exists to this very day. This and it appeared to be what good, but in the end, the fruit was what evil. So. We are at a a very interesting point, a juncture in the body of Christ, the church. We have a Queen Esther moment. And just like um, Mordecai told his cousin Esther, he said, you can step up to the plate and speak out. But if you don't guess what? God will send a deliverer from another another quarter, from another place, but you and your household will perish so God's will shall be done, in the end Christ wins right, so What are we supposed to be focusing on In the body of Christ About we should be focusing on Our father's business We should be evangelizing We should be out there Telling people the good news About Christ Jesus And we should be making disciples We've kind of fallen off the Um the ledger, the, the, the tree limb or whatever you want to say in terms of being, creating disciples and creating disciples takes time, energy, money, effort. It takes time to create disciples. And it's a lot more work than evangelizing. Right. So we as the body of Christ need to get back to our uh, our jobs, our assignments, the agenda of our daddy, daddy God you buying, the agenda of our Lord God Christ, Jesus who died for this, our agenda of the Lord God Holy Spirit, who came to help us to fulfill the will of the Father, to fulfill the will of the Son and to fulfill his will. yes. yes. The church is at a very critical juncture. We need to be about our Father's business. And let me be perfectly clear about this. If you are sitting in the body of Christ, and if you are a uh, in the KKK, if you are a neo-Nazi, if you are a white supremacist, if you are in the Black Panther and I mean in the sense of you are, you know, you you think about violence and, you know, trying to destroy people. If you are in anything that is contrary to the word of God and you think that you are okay, you are in deception you need to cry out to the Holy Spirit and repent you need to ask God to clean your heart out because I'm telling you this Christ Jesus said it himself, there will be people sitting in the church right now who will die who will come before him and Jesus will say I never yada I never knew you even though they prophesied in his name even though they cast out demons in his name they did all sorts of things in his name but Jesus said I never knew you why because you think that you can sit in the church and be in the KKK you can sit in the church and be a white supremacist you can sit in the church and be a skinhead you can sit in the church and think that this is okay with God it is not Jesus himself went to Samaria Jesus himself went into the Gentile nation after he did what his father wanted him to do which is the Jew first and when they rejected him he went to the Gentile nation he went to the Samaritans he went to the outer regions and as he lifted up into the heavens he commissioned his bride the church the body of Christ to go out to get to spread the gospel and to make disciples that is our mandate that is our purpose that is what brings God's glory and honor and pleasure to take the giftings to take the talents to take the things that God has given us and to give them back to the father give them back to the father to glorify him on earth To take my platform as a teacher As a professor And to do a great job Come to work on time Do my job as I do Unto the glory of God Work hard Love people Be a problem solver Because guess what Jesus is the solution Jesus is the answer For everything absolutely everything so I want us to understand that This is a very critical time in the body of Christ. And God wants the church to stand up and to speak up and to be the church to do the things that God has ordained for us to do from the beginning of time. And that is to love one another, to to be unified. And with this unity comes a blessing. Matter of fact, he is a command, a commanded blessing. And you want that blessing. You want the barak. The blessing of the Lord maketh me rich, enriches me, waxes me rich, waxes me wealthy. And daddy God, you have as no toil, no sorrow, no pain, no sweat, no tears to his barak, to the blessing that he has for his people. We will continue this um, broadcast But I don't want to not end this broadcast Without saying Romans 10 9 If you profess with your mouth And profess with your heart That Jesus Christ died, was buried Rose again and, and sits at the right hand of the Father And you have accepted Him as your Lord and Savior And profess that with your mouth. You are saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Dr. Edith Davis.